long time coming. But here we are with the Phoenix episode. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Nitro Performance Guide. It's your host, TJ, the Nitro Performance Guy. And I tell you what, it's been a long time coming, but you know, it's like I, you know, hey, I told you I was going to do it, so I'm going to do it. We're going to go over race day for from Phoenix. So it's technically our like first time machine episode of the year, but cool, whatever. <laughs> so we're going to do that. Uh, that's going to be good. We're going to look forward to this weekend, the four wide nationals uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, that's one of the best tracks we go to. And uh, after that, we're going to look at talk, just a little open discussion uh, on who I'm watching and what's going on in the classes. Uh, Nitro. So, without any further ado, let's just get right into it. Let's get right into it. So, I did want to say, uh, 38th NHRA Arizona Nationals at Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park. The episode was named Stomping Down Wild Horse One More Time. Um, we don't know if it's going to be the last time, but if it's... If it is going to be the last time, it was a great race. That's for sure. Let's just go from top fuel to funny car. You know how we do it. Let's just get started. The number one qualifier was Doug Kalitta, and he races Rob Passy in the first round. Doug Kalitta is going to get the first round victory. 3.760, oh, 327.59, 71 on the light. He's moving on. Uh, eight and nine qualifier. Oh, I actually went out of order. The first race of the of the session, folks, was Sean Langdon and Antron Brown. And number eight, number nine qualifier, 3.729 for Sean Langdon, 3.739 for Antron Brown. Man, I tell you what, this was the closest drag race that we've seen this year so far. Uh, margin of victory, six thousandths of a, sex, of a second. 65 thousandths of a second. Easy for me to say. Uh, 3.716, 331.28 miles per hour, 46 on the light for Sean Langdon. Beats Antron's 3.702, 332.34 miles per hour, 66 on the light. Man, that was a great drag race. Uh, let me see. Uh, other drag races in the first round. Uh, Sean Langdon. We'll move on to face Doug Kalitta. I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Leah Pruitt raced Buddy Hall, and Leah Pruitt got the victory. 3.729, 331. Three seconds at the eighth mile, uh, moving 293 miles per hour. I really hope they go back to Wild Horse so they can work something out. Who is Leah Pruitt going to race? She's going to race Brittany Forrest, number five qualifier, because she beat Josh Hart. 3.682, 336. 0.23 miles per hour, 56 on the light, 2.965 at 295.59 miles per hour, 831 at 60 foot, and at the 330 foot mark, folks, 2.105 for Brittany Forrest. She's going to move on. She's most definitely going to have lane choice over Leah Pruitt in the next round. Uh, let, Again, I'm not going in order. Um, So anyway, here we go. Mike Salinas race Clay Milliken, and Mike Salinas will move on. 3.715, 333.25 miles per hour. I'm going to say it, folks. 
uh, and also at this race, Mike Sleen is qualified number two, 3.689, uh, less than a hundredth behind uh, Doug Kalitta, who was number one. Uh, he was racing from Valley Services that weekend and Scrappers, Rofflin. They really like this racetrack, but like I was saying, folks, this is the racetrack that the 3.67 shutoff run happened. And and I know if you've been listening for a long time, you know I always bring it up. You know, I brought it up a lot when Darren was here. Shout out to Darren. Uh, you know, I brought it up a lot. But this is the racetrack that that happened at. It was 3.68 something, and it was an early shutoff. It was only moving at like two. I got to look it up. I got to find it. I don't remember the exact numbers, but this is where that happened at. So they got they got good data at this racetrack. I believe Allen might have been tuning him at the time, AJ. Um, And then, uh, yeah, here we go. Let's move on. Justin Ashley and Tony Schumacher. Hey, how about Justin Ashley was 0-4 against Tony Schumacher before this race? Well, he is going to be 1-4 because he's going to move on to the next round. 3.74 won 329.67 miles per hour, beats a 487.9 or 160. 360, that would be incredible. This was the marquee matchup in the top fuel first round. Uh, Let's see what else needs to be said. 3.0103 or 292.96. Uh, for Justin Ashley, so I like I like seeing the uh the eighth mile numbers just to see where everybody is. Austin Proc and Jim Maroney would race, and Austin's gonna move. He would move on to the next round. Six forty five. It wasn't pretty, but he got it done. Jim Maroney broke. Tough break for that team. And then in the last one, we got Steve Torrance and Krista Baldwin. Krista kept them on. It's three point eight four six. That's the Pat Dakin crew. Um, so. They are a very experienced crew, and we know when Pat Dakin was out there, he could run in the 70s, and often did. Uh, Steve Torres is going to get the win this time. 3.735, 328.62 miles per hour, 84 on the light. Just about three seconds flat at the eighth mile. 3.002, for Steve Torrance. Let's talk about the first round of Funny Car. First round of funny car. Again, I'm not going in order, but the number one and 16 qualifier just happened to go first. It was Bob Tasker and Jim Campbell. So this was, um, they changed the rule a few years ago where, because uh, Jim Campbell wasn't able to make an attempt uh, in the final qualifier. And Allen and along with everyone else, we, we didn't think that Jim Campbell would be able to make the show. He was driving Jeff Deal's car. If there's 16 cars or less, on the ladder, as long as you've made a a, uh, a qualifying attempt, uh, you're in, you know. So Jim Campbell got in, but the car didn't start. So Bob Tasca was pretty much unopposed. Well, not pretty much. He was unopposed. 3.922, 319.45, 45 miles per hour, 3.922. He has Todd Okahara and... What is that? Aaron Brooks over there now. 3.898 was what he qualified number one with. Moving on. 
Let's talk about John Force and Robert Hyde. Now, neither one of these folks made a three-second pass in the qualifying. So you think uh, John Force and, and Robert Hyde, it's happened before, folks, where they raced in the first round. But it's rare. It's been a long time since the, neither one had made a three-second pass there. Um, and John would continue that. And Robert Hyde would get down there 3.911, miles per hour, 74 on the life, 46 for John Forrest, 428, 219. So he was ready for him, um, but he will not get the, let me see, number three second pass. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that was the first three second pass for Robert Hyde all weekend, you know, but, and I've said it before on this podcast, as long as that, that trailer is on the property, it can win. doesn't matter what they do in qualifying. And we've seen this time and time again where they didn't qualify well and they got all the way to the winner's circle. Uh, it's almost like that happened at this race. <laughs> anyway, moving on, we're going to get there. Matt Hagen and Cruz Pedregon. Cruz Pedregon broke. No thump thump, said Alan Reinhardt. 417, 225 for Matt Hagen. He's moving on. He's going to race Chad Green because Chad Green beat Bobby Bodie. 461-8, 178 for Chad Green. Not, it wasn't pretty, but it's all right. He's going to beat the kid, Bobby Bodie, 504, 150, 150 miles an hour down there. Alexis DeJoy and, and J.R. Todd are next. This was actually one of the closest drag races of the day. And I know I said um, uh, Sean Langdon and... Antron Brown was, but no, this was absolutely the closest race of the day. Uh, over 326 miles per hour, both cars. Uh, we got 327 for one, 328 for the other. But Alexis got the win, 3.906, 327.66 miles per hour. She was 108 off the tree. She qualified with a, a 3.914, so that wasn't far off her qualifying effort. J.R. Todd made his best run of the weekend, but it would be just against the wrong opponent. 3.923, 328.38 miles per hour. He was 93. He left first. Hey, folks, how about the margin of victory? 23 thousandths of a second. Two thousandths of a second. 13 inches over 327 miles per hour. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That was close. I mean, I, I'm just seeing it in my head as, as I'm talking about it. Man, that was a close drag race. Let's move on. Let's talk about Terry Haddock and Tim Wilkerson. Terry Haddock's been very hot lately. Uh, he's got a, a tuner on on the car now. He's focusing on the funny car deal, just just solely on the funny car deal, which is sweet. And we're seeing the dividends for it. As you heard last week, he made it all the way to the semifinal rounds. Uh, in this race, however, he wouldn't make the uh, he wouldn't pass the first round. Four oh three one three oh nine for Terry Haddock, but he's not going to beat four oh four flat with a three on the end. Four oh oh three three fifteen for Tim Wilkerson. Uh, again, it wasn't pretty, but he's going to make it to the next round. Blake Alexander raced Paul Lee here, and let me see. Weird flames on both cars started burning the heads off. Yeah, uh, but. Blake Alexander's going to get the win, 3.962, The car wasn't happy. Ron Caps and Alex Laughlin are going to be the final pair we talk about in the first round of Nitro Funny Car, 3.912, 3.24, 67 on the light for the Napa Gazoo Racing Supra. He left first. 
and he's going to get there first. He's going to race Blake Alexander in the next round. Alexis is going to race Tim Wilkerson. Bob Tasker III is going to race Robert Height. And Matt Hagen is going to race Chad Green in the Bonco Mustang. Let's move on to Top Fuel, second round. Let's talk about the matchups before we get into it. Uh, I kind of like this 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 way a little bit better. I can kind of throw in a little bit uh, more. D uh, Doug Coletta, Sean Langdon is going to race. We know those are teammates. We know they're, you know, dealing with the same parts. Um, uh, Leah Pruitt and Brittany Forrest, we know they have history at this racetrack. Leah Pruitt actually got her first race win over Brittany Forrest in the other rounds so, or in the other lane at this racetrack. Uh, historic final for the ladies. Uh, Mike Salinas and Ju uh, Justin Ashley are going to race. And Austin Proc and Steve Torrance are going to race as well. So let's talk about, we'll go in order this time. Austin Proc and Steve Torrance with a first pair out. Hey, how about Steve Torrance is going to get the win by three hundredths of a second? It was pretty close down there on the scoreboard. Four feet at the finish line on the racetrack. 3.7373 beats, I'm sorry, 3.737 <laughs> beats a 3.768. Steve Torrance and the Capco boys are moving at 331.85 miles per hour. Three seconds flat at the eighth mile, 3.009, 291, 13, 83, uh, 832 at 60 foot. At 3.30, That was just a little bit off of Brittany Force's 2.10 in the first round. How about that? Justin, uh, I'm sorry, Austin Proc, 8.38 at 60. So that's, you know, just five thousandths of a second at the 60-foot block. That's not bad. The margin of victory, seven thousandths of a second, 78 thousandths of a second. This race, was, and that's why I, even if it took me until Denver, I was going to re-record this race or re-record this this episode because the racing we saw was incredible, was incredible. Like I said, I really hope it's not the last time down Wild Horse Pass, but if it is, it was a great way to send off the racetrack. Let's talk about Leah Pruitt and Brittany Forrest. Brittany Forrest is not going to make a full pass, 986 but Leah Pruitt is going to make the full pass. 3.725, 333.74 miles per hour, 3.002, 293.66 at the 660-foot mark. She said, we have the best green car. Sorry, I had to readjust. My knee's hurting. <laughs> I tell you what, getting old, it's a blessing, but things hurt. Uh, she said she had the best green car. They had, they had the, uh, this was, well, it was the second race. They had the sublime lime colors on it. Uh, as we know, last week they, uh, changed up the sponsorship just a little bit, but they had the sublime lime. Brittany was racing for monster. Uh, and they said, uh, Leah said it was the best looking green car, which apparently green cars are like, uh, bad luck. In, in, a, in, in, in drag racing. So that's interesting because John Forrest had a green car a lot uh, for those victories. So anyway, I, I digress. You know, we're John. We talk about John Forrest here. Get over it. <laughs> we got Mike Salinas and Justin Ashley. Justin Ashley is going to make it into the next round to race Steve Torrance. 3.743, 330.80 miles per hour. Hey, also, by the way, I neglected to mention this. This was the also the location of the first 
30 mile per hour quarter mile pass in a top fuel car done by Tony Schumacher in the exile uh, the uh, I'm sorry what was give me a second I gotta make sure I say this right <laughs> give me one second Google is free but I want to make sure I say the right things but this uh well, like I'm looking uh this is the place that he ran 330 for the first time which is cool he was in the exide colors uh e x i d e legendary car legendary and that's he was the first one to do 330 at this racetrack so uh like we said uh justin ashley is going to move on to race steve torrance he's going to have he won't have lane choice over steve torrance 73 beats to 74 for lane choice let's talk about the last pair in the first round the teammates Doug Coletta and Sean Langdon from Mobile One. The only thing they agree on is a lot of things because they have the same sponsors. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't use the one-liner. Not not that time. Sean Langdon is going to get the win. 4007, 318, 54. Not a full pass, but he's going to get the victory over his teammates. 651, 125 miles an hour. They practically left at the same time, just eight thousandths of a second at the starting line. At the step, 60 to a 68, 8.43 for Sean Langdon at 60 foot. So he's moving on to race Leah Pruitt. We'll be right back to Nitro. Top fuel cars. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to start doing it. I'm extra. All right. Let's talk about funny car round two. The first pair out was Alexis DeJoria and Tim Wilkerson. Alexis is going to make another solid pass, just four hundredths of a second off of her first round pass. 3.949, 323.35 miles per hour, 82 on the light, uh, 878 at 60, and 319.4 at 330 for Alexis DeJoria. Tim Wilkerson, 467.8, 175. He's not going to make a full pass. In uh, that nice looking Skag Mustang. I tell you what, that's cool. Skag and LRS because they're still a part of it. Let's talk about Matt Hagen and Chad Green. They were next. Chad Green is going to get the win. I know everyone remembers. Uh, he goes down. Down goes Hagen. He goes down once more here. I got to. I'm, I'm okay. Just side note here. I'm really going to like kind of jazz up that uh, that intro, you know, put some of my one liners in there. I think it's going to be cool because that was a fun time. The He goes down. He goes down. That was a good time. Uh, obviously, it wasn't fun for Matt Hagen because he lost the race. <laughs> and here we are again. And uh, He's a second round finisher here. Chad Green, 3.984, 323.97 miles per hour, 57 on the light. Chad Green has been making some really nice um, lights. Yeah, he's been having, he's had some really nice lights. The last pair, wait, 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 wait. Okay, now we got Blake Alexander and uh, Ron Caps. Ron Caps is going to make it to the semifinals. 3.982, just two thousandths of a second faster than Chad Green. 3.1809 for that Napa gear wrench. Auto parts, wait, well, Napa Auto Parts, you know what I mean. GR Supra, it's fine, it's good. And then the last pair we had, this was the best side-by-side -side of the second round, folks. 3.966, 321, 88 for Bob Tasker the third. 54 on the light, but it wasn't good enough. 
3.936, miles per hour, 319.5, for Robert Height down there, 63. He left second, but he's going to get down there to the finish line first. Quicker by three hundredths of a second and about nine mile per hour faster. The margin of victory was two hundredths of a second there. Um, so that's how the second round ended. Let's bring them back around. Let's bring those long cars back around. Let's plug them in, put squirt that 87 octane in the injector, and let's hear that thump thump. Here we go. We got Sean Langdon and Leah Pruitt and Justin Ashley and Steve Torrance. First up, we got Justin Ashley and Steve Torrance. We got incrementals for this one, folks. Well, we have them for everyone on this one, actually. I like the incrementals. They're pretty good. How about Justin Ashley's going to get to the final? 3.740 beats a 3.743, folks. Three thousandths of a second down there at the other end of the racetrack. 35 light. For Justin Ashley, seldom does he leave second. 70 for Steve Torrance, which is certainly not bad. It's respectable. It's not the quickest, but, you know, he's usually in the 30s to 50s. Uh, but, you know, hey, sometimes there's long trees. And then, you know, there's other factors as well. The point is he left second. Justin Ashley, let's look at the incrementals. 837 for him at 60. 213.7. So that's almost to that 210 for Brittany Forrest. Uh, and then 3.008, 291.76 down there at the eighth mile mark that I'm always going to call it no matter how it's, I mean, it's not the eighth mile. It's the eighth mile for the uh, the quarter mile, but it is still an eighth mile, three, 660 feet. So I'm still call it that. <laughs> Steve Torrance. 3.743, so the momentum was carrying, but the speed was not there down there. Only 305.84 down there. 70 on the light, 835, 3.005, 2.94 at the half track mark. So looks like the problem started to happen shortly after half track for Steve Torrance. Um, he was visibly upset after this one. I don't remember what happened. I don't think we ever... Uh, talked about it, but he was visibly upset when he got out of the car, and I don't think it was just because he lost the race. Uh, but who knows? Steve Torrance. Um, oh, I I forgot to mention that uh, in the second round when Austin Proc and Steve Torrance, two very uh, cagey uh, folks on the starting line, uh, they they were flickering the bulb. They always giggle in the. Well, they they said they were giggling in the helmets because the way that each one was t uh, tickling that bottom bulb, you know, into full stage. And that's just, folks, you're just as shallow as possible. You're getting every bit of the racetrack. Deep staging, you're kind of cheating your elapsed time a little bit. Uh, and, you know, flickering the bulb, being the closer you are to being uh, deep stage, which is the further you roll in, there's a, you can be very deep and still have, you know, both bulbs on. That bulb only goes out once you've used your seven inches on the starting line. So, as we said, Justin Ash is going to get to the next round by three hundredths of a second. He's going to take the victory over Steve Torrance and the Capco Boys. Justin Ashley for Phillips Connect, National Debt Relief, and Mike Green and everyone else on the crew. Hey, 
They said Mike Green started on the lake. He started with drag boats before he got to top fuel. So that's pretty cool. Um, we got in the next one, we got Sean Langdon and Leah Pruitt. This was a side-by-side -side drag race as well, folks. Four hundredths of a second down there. 3.719, 331.85 miles per hour for the DHL Toyota Racing Rev Kim Top Fuel Car CMR Construction and Roofing for Sean Langley. He's going to get into the final round to race Justin Ashley. He's going to have lane choice too, folks. 3.71 over a 3.74. So, three hundreds. That's pretty cool. He gets down there on the scoreboard. He was, uh, let me see, five hundredths of a second faster than Leah Pruitt's 3.761, 326.9 or uh, seven nine miles per hour 83 on the light for leah eight uh 51 at 60 and two fourteen eight. Oh wait that can't be possible that's not possible <laughs> two fourteen eight would have to be the 330 foot mark because that's humanly impossible right now anyway that that would never they would never allow that 291 at the eighth mile 2.995 at the eighth mile for Sean Langdon, 291.51. So he was moving, I mean, we're talking a t a five tenths faster on the scoreboard, but it was the, basically the same, you know, mile per hour. 2.11.5, 2.115 at 330 foot. Uh, so that's just 100. We just 100 off of Brittany Forces run that 71 was really stout 835 835 at 60 foot 2.995 again at 660 i can't remember what i said folks it's live <laughs> 81 on the tree they practically left at the same time fairly characteristically late for sean langdon he's usually never in the 80s uh but again stuff happens all right, let's talk about the Funny Car Semifinals from the 38th Annual NHRA Arizona Nationals at Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park, just in case you're just now tuning in. I'm just kidding. We got Robert <laughs> We got Robert Height and Chad Green and Alexis DeJoya and Ron Caps. Ron Caps is going to get the victory over Alexis DeJoya in the GR Super Battle. 3.930, 322.73 miles per hour, 44 on the tree, 2.266 at 330, and at 663, 3.184, 281.66 down there at the 660-foot mark. Alexis DeJoria, 3.935, certainly not a bad run, 323.35. 875 at 60 foot. 2.255 at 330. So she was quicker to 330 than Ron Caps was. 3.185, 280, 43 for Alexis Joy. So Ron Caps was moving about a mile power faster. And literally, this is where he started to take over. It looks 3.184 is 1,000th of a second faster than Le uh, Alexis DeJoria's number at that same increment, 3.8185, just one thousandth of a second. These things are so close, and they're running over 300 miles an hour, folks. That's, 
I'm not going to get over that. That's not something that we should just gloss over and get used to. Like, there are cars moving at 300 miles an hour. Why are we not talking about this? It's okay. I'll do it myself. <laughs> we got Robert Height and Chad Green. Chad Green's going to make a solid effort. 3.955, 322.96 miles per hour, 55 on the light, 2.285 at 330 foot, 3.208, oh, I'm sorry, 282.96 miles per hour at the eighth mile, 660 foot. He's not going to beat Robert Heights. 3.900. That's low ET race day, folks. 3.900. 329.34 miles per hour. 92 on the tree. 2.253 at 330. And at 660, folks, look at, listen to this. 3.164. 285.11 miles per hour. Anytime the funny cars are below three 3.20 at the uh, 660 foot mark, they're really getting after it. Uh, at Pomona, we saw Cruz Petragon at 310, 3.10 down there at the 660 foot mark. That's crazy, folks. That's crazy. Um, So that's really getting after it. Let's talk about the final because funny cars are net are first. We know that. I'm sorry. Uh, the margin of victory for Alexis and Ron six hundredths of a second. Yeah, and then Robert Height and Chad Green the thousandth, or it was a little closer. One thousand or one hundredth of a second. One hundredth of a second. All right, let's talk about the final. We got Robert Height in. We got Ron Caps. Ron Caps is going to be the runner up. Robert Height is going to get the win. 3.930 at 328.62 miles per hour. Beats Ron Caps. 3.899. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, I see what happened. Ron Caps got into some trouble. He didn't complete the pass because I was like, wait a minute. 3.999 at, at 660? Wait. <laughs> so, yeah, Ron Caps did not make it uh, down the racetrack. Let's talk about Robert Heights' incremental numbers. 62 beats a 63. They practically left at the same time, folks. They hit the gas 1,000th of a second difference from the time each one of these people hit the gas. 8.98 to a 8.85. Ron Caps was quicker. 2.27.9 to a 2.43.9. So this is right around the time Ron Caps is not on the gas. The header flyer, the header fire is not flying over the roof because Robert Height 2.279, 3.192 again below 3.20 seconds at the eighth mile. 2.81.95, 328 miles per hour down there. At the other end of the racetrack, 3.93 for the Flavor Pack. He was driving for Flavor Pack this day. As we know, he drove for Auto Club last weekend. Solid race. Again, proof that that's why they don't run them on paper. Just because I didn't make a full pass in, this, in, in qualifying doesn't mean I can't win the race. Or And vice versa. You could qualify number one and get sent packing in the first round. Let's talk about the final for top fuel. We got Justin Ashley and we got Sean Langdon. Bring him up. Plug him in. Let's hear that cackle. That is a little cleaner than the funny cars cackle. I'm just saying because I hear the difference.
<laughs> ah, okay, we got Justin Ashley. He left three hundredths of a second before Sean Langdon did. 82 to a 52, exactly three hundredths of a second. Justin Ashley, 826 to a 840. Justin Ashley was quicker. 2103, that's quicker than Brittany Forrest's number by two thousandths of a second, folks. Brittany Forrest ran 2.105 to 330. Hey, Justin Ashley just went 2.103, two thousandths of a second quicker at the 330. 2.127 for Sean Langdon. Again, not a bad number. 3.004 for Sean Langdon at 290.26 for Sean Langdon at the 660-foot mark. Hey, Justin Ashley was below, sub three seconds, 2.973, 290.69 miles per hour. He's going to get there first, 3.705 at 329, 32 or 34 beats a 3.732 at 329.7 or 5.8 miles per hour. The margin of victory, five hundredths of a second down there. So for Phillips Connect, National Debt Relief, and Justin Ashley, they're going to the winner's circle because he won the race. How about that? Folks, it was a great side-by-side drag race. I mean, we're, we're talking about, I mean, most of the, 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 the races that came up this day were close. They were really close. So let's go into our next segment of looking forward to this coming weekend the Las Vegas four wide nationals. All right. So speaking of that race, I did a little research folks and we're going to have all kinds of weather conditions for, for Las Vegas this weekend. Uh, how about a 51 degree high? There's supposed to be some scattered thunderstorms this weekend uh, on Sunday morning or, or something to that effect. But, it, I mean, we might see 300 to the eighth mile this weekend. Uh, I could definitely see this track being, you know, the one that we see it at. I could definitely see 340 being here as well. Uh, but let's talk about a little something with 340 because Robert Hyde is the closest NHRA Nitro car to 340 miles an hour. Now, we know he ran 3.707. During that three point no 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 I'm sorry three point eight oh seven, uh three hundred thirty nine miles an hour at Sonoma two thousand this was back in the uh the laid back header era what a time <laughs> to to watch Nitro Funny Car, um but the top fuel cars are are are, are getting up there without the you know the the um without headers being laid back you know and, th- and that's not possible on a funny on a top fuel car so. It's crazy because it's kind of like the the I guess the world has tipped correctly because you you would expect Top Fuel, the king of the sport, to be the fastest at the at the race as well. But there were a lot of races in the past, and I'm sure we're gonna have some coming up. Uh, that Funny Car was was faster. They had a bigger top speed than the Top Fuel cars did. But lately, that hasn't been the case. That has not been the case. So, uh. I, I, you know, talking about Vegas, you know, this is this is a this is a, a freer conversation here. Uh, Las Vegas has seen 
two of the top 10 fastest runs in the history of top fuel. And they were ran by David Grubnick and Brittany Forrest. Uh, I mean, we're talking about, you know, the third fastest race or the third fastest run in history. 338.17 miles per hour was run here at Las Vegas 2 in 2019 by Brittany Forrest. She was wearing the advanced auto parts colors that day. And then number four is also from this race, 338 point zero zero and that was from las vegas one 2022 that was last year folks so you got two of the top five fastest speeds at this race i mean we got to look at that monster car i mean we're going to talk about who we're looking at and, and why uh maybe not why just who i'm looking at because you know who's performing well or whatever who's going rounds who's making consistent good qualifying runs but we know qualifying is, you know, only qualifying, but it's not only qualifying, you know, like th qualifying is the difference between having a J.R. Todd situation where we just talked about at Phoenix, where he runs the quickest run of his weekend and he's in the, the next lane of, you know, he's just happens to be lined up to the wrong person. But if he was lined up with anybody else, he probably could have get he probably could have got the win. So. It's just qualifying is crucial, and that's why I really like looking at it because it tells you how the car is performing. But again, just a, a, like another thing we saw, just saw with Robert Height, he didn't make a three second pass in two days, and then he goes out and runs the table on Sunday. So it can be done, you know, but it's much harder to do when you don't have data for race day you know and you just kind of got to go to old notes but i digress so we got to look at that britney force car and i, I just want to bring up this this um this great comment from from david grubnick from the same article that i was talking about i'm probably gonna be talking about it every week because i love david grubnick <laughs> the, the same with 340 you can make an argument that that's a distraction he's saying that the uh that that's a distraction uh, and he said he's not going to worry about that until Yorba Linda tells him to worry about it. Uh, the priority is to win for Yorba Linda. And Yorba Linda is the company, John Force Racing. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Speaking of on the edge, Grubnick and Force have flirted with being the first in the 350s, 3.623, and the first to exceed 340 miles per hour, 338.94 miles per hour. And even the first to exceed 300 miles per hour in the eighth mile to claim the Phillips Connect 300 at the eighth program worth a cool 30,000 through. I don't know why I said it like that. $30,000 to the first person to accomplish it. That money was put up by Phillips Connect and Jim Epler. So it's it's interesting. And the, and the company has been around a long time. But Jim Epler is a bit it's a big part of Phillips Connect. Um, you know, we got to really watch that car. Obviously, we don't want to beat themselves. And David Grubnick, he he's not after the records. And the, I mean, one he said it would be it would be insane to to not see three hundred thirty five pop up on the board and not feel a sense of gratification from that. But he did say, "I live in a glass house," 
And in NHRA, as we just talk about, we talk about it week after week after week where something amazing happens to a driver the week before and then the next week, not so much, you know. So it's a very humbling sport and it's a very in the moment kind of sport because there's always a chance that this victory could be short lived. There's always a chance. You never know when your next victory is going to be. You know, so I think we take for granted these people that get to the winner's circle every week. But you, when you win a race in NHRA, especially in Nitro, you don't know when your next win is coming. I mean, I feel like that's for every class. But you don't know when you're – this is the Nitro performance guy, so that's what we're talking about. You don't know when your next victory is coming. So just it's hard out here, folks. It's hard. There's not, these are not excuses. These are facts. Nitro racing is hard. It's damn near rocket science. <laughs> so, and pretty much is. These are landlocked missiles. We're asking, I, I love Tony Schumacher's quote, we're asking cars to do something that they should not be able to do. Of course, there's going to be problems, right? So, I don't know. I'll get off my soapbox. But it's going to be a good race. We didn't talk much about funny car. The last time we were here, uh, John Force qualified number two. Bob Tasca was, I believe, number one. Uh, I'm going to check that because we know we don't do inaccuracies here on the Nitro Performance Guy. Let's talk about it. Ron Cass qualified number one the last time we were here. 3.883, 331, right? And there were a lot, there's a lot of 330s on this sheet, 331 uh, for Bob Tasca the third, who is looking very good. We'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, Matt Hagen was 332 on the on the qualifying sheet for this race. These are the four wides from last season, folks. April 1st through the 3rd, just so you know what I'm looking at. Uh, you have access to the same information. Um, let me see. Yeah, so not. let me see. I'm curious to see how many uh, 330s we had on the sheet in top fuel. Let me see. Just one from Justin Ashley on the qualifying sheet. But we do know that 338 was the big speed, and it was run on race day, folks. It was run in the final, 338, when she beat uh, her and Brittany Forrest and, St and Steve Torrance just rode off into the sunset, as as Darren uh, quaintly put. So, because uh, Antron Brown and Tony Schumacher had troubles. I'm remembering this final now. And uh, Brittany Force just took off 3.718338 beat. Yeah. Jim Maroney, how about was the best reaction time there? 21. 3.71. She also had low ET of race day. Let's talk about Funny Car. Ron Caps won here last time we had four wides in Las Vegas. It was a little closer than the top fuel final. How about all four of the cars made it down there to the other end of the racetrack? Other end of the racetrack. That's a hard sentence to say. Say it five times fast. Ron, Ron Caps, Matt Hagen, in this order. So it was, uh, no, I won't do it like that. 3.914, 331.20 miles power for Ron Caps. He beat a 3.92 for Matt Hagen. A 3.954 for Alexis DeJoya and a 3.943 for Robert Hyde. All those cars were moving over 320 at least. 3.864 was the low ET of race day, and that was run by Robert Hyde in the second round uh, with in the quad with J John Forrest, Alexis DeJoya, 
Alexander, uh, Blake Alexander and Robert Height. He ran that in that stanza there. So we see big speeds. We know that they're capable of running big speeds here. The last time we were here, uh, you know, let's let's look at that. The last time we were here, because that matters. I mean, I think, you know, it's all about like, you know, the weather and the time period and the, you know, the the season that it is. But I mean, I 51 on Sunday, folks, like you're not going to see stuff like that in 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 fall, you know. So but this is the last time we were here. Brittany Force took the win 3.705, 332. She beat Mike Salinas 3.702, 320. Four miles per hour. So we got to watch Mike Salinas this weekend because he made it to the la- to the final last time we were here. Let's talk about Funny Car. Who is who was in the final? We had Robert Height and Matt Hagen. Matt Hagen got the win. Three point eight nine six, three hundred thirty point two three miles per hour. Robert Height smoked the tires in the final. So the last time we were here, and Matt Hagen, if we don't, if we remember correctly, let me let me look at my sheets, folks. Matt Hagen won the last race we had. <laughs> so we got we to gotta look at that. And it's interesting. It's interesting. Let's see. Yeah, Justin Ashley has run has won the last two races. I think they said like 10 straight uh, round wins. 10, over 10 straight round wins. We're talking about uh, Too Fast Mission Foods, Too Fast, Too Tasty, which is huge, by the way. And I can't get over how huge that is. And I'm not going to stop talking about it because it's incredible that we have Mission Foods on board. That's amazing. You see Mission Foods in every in, in every store you go to. You see Mission Foods products. That's incredible. Incredible opportunity for the NHRA. Let's hope they take it. Um, You know, it's. Justin Ashley is on fire. You, you could liken it to the, the Mike Salinas of last of early last season, you know? So it's very entertaining. That kind of, that's a beautiful segue into the next, the next talk, next part of my Ted talk <laughs> uh, is who we're watching. You know, let's start with fun, uh with, with funny. We could just start with funny car. I'm watching a few drivers uh, and Ron Caps. It goes without saying, he won the last time we were here. Matt Hagen, he won the last time we fired the cars up. Robert Height won the race before that, but he performs well here. Bob Tasker the third has just been hot. I mean, that is with with Danny Hood. I'm sorry, not. I think he has Danny Hood over there. Hold on, let me let me make sure I say the right people, because <laughs> you know I don't like that. Uh, let me see. No, we got Todd Okahara and Aaron Brooks over there. So, you know, they they have been hot. They they progress. They run well. They run well when it's hot. They also run well when it's cool. They can run in the top five of the session. Uh, so we never want to take our mind. I mean, he was number one qualifier at, at Phoenix. So we know they have the number. They have the horsepower to do it. Excuse me. Chad Green. He has really been a... Uh, you know, a story that's really started to show himself and show what he's able to do. I mean, his starting line prowess is probably the best in the class right now. I mean, he's really taken that starting line seriously. If you didn't, if you didn't know, I mean, he's made a few too fast, too tasty 
uh, mission foods, too fast, too tasty, you know, runoffs. He's made a few of them and we've only had two. He's in, he's been in both of them. So the car is making it to the semifinal round, you know, so that that's always been a good car. I mean, with, with Daniel Wilkerson turning the wrenches, you know, with a little help from our friends, in this case, his dad, Tim Wilkerson. Uh, so th- you, we never want to count that out. We never want to count Tim Wilkerson out. He's got a great car. He's got all the parts he needs. And so we never want to forget about Tim Wilkerson. Uh, Alexis DeJoyer, John Forrest, and J.R. Todd, you know, J.R. Todd and John Forrest did not have a good Pomona. And I'm not telling you anything that you didn't see it yourself. If you saw the race, you, 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 you know, right? So, it's no question that there's a little redemption out there for those folks. Uh, John Forrest, you know, he, he kind of shaked it off, rolled, rolled, rolled off with it. But Jr. had a catastrophic explosion in the first round. That's just a tough break, you know, but how about both, you know, they got another car on order with precision. Uh, I'm going to make sure I say this, right. We're going to shout these folks out precision. Give me a second. Just going to the Instagram page at nitro performance guy. If you don't follow me already, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I should turn these things off. <laughs> precision. Let me see. Precision. Precision Built Race Cars is the name of the company. I saw Matt Hagen also on their website. So there's another car on order for the JR Tire crew. But how about the car has already been front half? It's been fixed. They got the chassis fixed. So we're going to see them out at Las Vegas with Avengers. They perform well here. They they have won a few four wides, so let's not count them out. JR or uh, John Forrest won the first ever four wide, and he performs well here at Vegas. Alexis DeJoria has just been on a tear. She's just been running really, really good lately. I mean, and 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 they're good runs. Like we're not talking about. I mean, not to say that a ninety six is not a good run, because it is, but it's on the conservative side. With you know three point low three point nine anything is is getting it in a funny car and consistently they've been running. They've been in the too fast, too tasty rounds as well. So you got it. You can't forget about them. Let's transition, transition, transition. I don't know what that word is. The field is full of great drivers, folks. I mean, to just to put a period on funny car, the field is full of great drivers. So anybody can win on any given day, uh, but that's just who I'm watching. Cause that's what I've seen so far. Uh, let's talk about top fuel. We got, and these are these are in no particular order, uh, but the the most recent race victor is at the top of the list. Uh, just you know, we said Ron Cast first too. Um, no, I'm sorry, Matt Hagen was the last race victor. He was second on that list. So there's no, this is no one, two, three, four, five, six. We're not doing it like that. We got Justin Ashley. There's so many people in Top Fuel that you have to watch who can win. It's crazy. It's a crazy time in Top Fuel where any, I mean, any driver, that, I mean, no, I'm saying this wrong. I want to make sure I say it right because it's cool. Tony Schumacher or one of the drivers, I'm not sure who it was, said that it's rare that you pull into a race and there are 10 cars that could walk away with the victory. 10 cars. Okay, and I think I got 10 people on this list or close to it. We got Justin Ashley. I mean, he's won the last two races. He's got, you know, he's not lost a race since Gainesville, you know, the first race of the season. We got 
Justin Ashley, Austin Proc and Brittany Forrest, like the John Forrest racing top fuel cars, they're really kind of, you know, running the banner for the for the for John Forrest racing right now with the funny cars. Well, I should I shouldn't say that because uh, we just talked about a race Robert Hyde won. So, you know, I just think that it's I feel like it's still beginning of the year stuff uh, like that was just a tough, tough break with John Forrest. But he's one of the best drivers out here, you know, and I think it's crazy. Uh, those those folks that say John Forrest is a robot in there <laughs> and somebody's remote controlling the car. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, are you kidding? Like that? Do you hear yourself? That doesn't even sound good. That doesn't even sound right. The point. John Forrest is still able to win it on any given Sunday. So I take that back. But the John Forrest racing top fuel cars have been a little bit more consistent in the performance. And that's just the facts. We got the Capco boys and Steve Toynes. You never want to count them out. They've been, they might've found a new combination or something, but they're going rounds and you, you would be doing yourself a disservice by counting out the Capco boys of Kilgore, Texas. Antron Brown. We can't forget the Mac O'Toole's Hankster for top fuel car. They are really coming alive. Like it's, I mean, the car is performing well. I, I, I like it. You know, I, I said it last week. Uh, the car was starting to perform last at the end of last year. Uh, should we bring up the historic final from Justin Ashley and, and Antron Brown, that side-by-side head of fire shooting over the wing, both cars over 330 miles per hour. Like the car is turned the corner and that's good. When the car is good, we know Antron is great. He's great on the tree. He knows how to drive the car. He just need, he just needed a good car under him. And now he has a good consistent car and it's fast folks. Mike Salinas, you can't count him out. Uh, you know, he won the first race of the season. You know, so you can't you can he's already got a victory on the season. So you can't ever count Mike Salinas out. He's always a threat in that scrappers Valley Services top fuel car. We got Tony Schumacher in the Skag Maynard racing. He's a time top fuel champ, the best to ever do it in top fuel. You can't ever count Tony Schumacher out. He's finally looks like he's got a car. He's got Mike Neff back on the, on, you know, on the car. They're going to go places this season. And that's, I'll tell you what, it's a good looking car. I know it's about more than how they look, but I, that's a big part of it. It's a big part of it. And last but not least, I wanted to talk about Sean Langdon. I mean, he made a final. That car is re- it's running in the low 70s again. It's running over 330 miles per hour. It's running three seconds or better to the 660 foot blocks. Like, I mean, the car is running well. Um, and so I end that to say, you know, we got a lot more parity in top fuel than we do in, in Nitro Funny Car. Uh, and and that's just how it is. It was kind of like that last year. But Nitro Funny Car has always been competitive as as far back as I can remember. It's always been competitive, uh, but not like it has been recently. Uh, but Top Fuel is just another level of competitiveness, another level of just crazy parity because anybody can win, folks. I mean, it's crazy out there. Um, but I really enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up. 
We got a race this weekend. It actually starts tomorrow. This is Thursday when I released and recorded this. Because um, I try and release on the same day that I, re- uh, that I record it. Uh, but we got we got a race this weekend, folks, and it's the four wise. I know people don't particularly care for four wise. And there's a there's a guy on my Instagram page who anytime I mention anything about the four wise, he sends me a message and says, I don't care for the four wise. <laughs> and I get it. I understand. There's some drivers that don't really care for it either. Uh, but it's a spectacle and it's the greatest. It's got to be the greatest thing on Earth, on planet Earth. Uh, 48,000 horsepower. Like, come on, come on. That's incredible. Uh, and we're talking 12,000 plus per car. So that's incredible. I mean, it's four wide to watch. It's, it's cool to watch, uh, all the, the class, the, all the pro classes go down four wide, you know, the bikes, pro stock bike and pro stock car. It's cool to see four of them going down there. Pro stock. I'm sorry, not pro stock, a uh, top alcohol, uh, the ranks, the, the, the dragsters and the funny cars. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and pro mod, just seeing pro mod going down there four wide is pretty cool. You really kind of only get the four wide experience down at the far end of the racetrack with pro stock and pro stock, uh, car, usually because the other classes, you know, not every car makes it down to the stripe. So that's what I'm going to be watching for this weekend. And if you're watching the race, just, just pay attention to that. See how many cars are making it to the stripe. Uh, because that's what I'm going to be paying attention to uh, and the performance of the cars when they got there. So <laughs> this is the end of another one. I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I enjoy making it for you. You have a good rest of your day or night. Thank you for your listens. I don't take it for granted. Please follow the Instagram page. Please follow the YouTube page. Uh, we're trying to grow that YouTube page. Uh, and uh, it's growing, but it's kind of slow to grow on YouTube, as you know. Uh, but help us out. Give us a like, uh, give us a subscribe, and uh, I definitely appreciate you. So we'll talk next week uh, after the Las Vegas Four Wide Nationals in Nevada. We we will talk. We will talk soon. Bye-bye.